Hello and welcome to episode of, as Raven put it earlier, 70 shit, uh, 76 of Fangin' the Bangalore's Gang Grow. And now, so, Nicole, is it going to be Nikki Blackbird? We'll go with Nikki then. <laughs> Nikki, darling Nikki over there. And did you, did you ever listen to the Prince song? No, I bet you didn't when he left here. You did not. I already seen it in your eyes. And Raymond in the shadows of his black uh, ops government, uh, whatever he's doing over there. So, 76, 76, 76. How was your weekend? It was awesome. What'd you do this weekend? Um, I, what did I do this weekend? Good question. Oh, I actually just relaxed, cleaned up a little bit. Well, it must have been my life weekend. together. <laughs> so you relaxed Got and you cleaned, cleaned up your life or cleaned up your house or cleaned up you? A little bit of both. <laughs> Keep it shop. Why are you, Raymond? I worked, edit stuff. Yeah, okay. Same stuff all the time. <laughs> I didn't know where I was this weekend. Where was I this weekend? Where was I this weekend? I know you get trouble. You're always somewhere. Mm-hmm. How many flights uh, have you taken the last year? Off the top oh, of your head, go. No, I don't know. <laughs> last year, like 2023, I, uh, 50? I don't know. That's insane. Maybe. like, Well, flights, because do you count the round trip, or do you count each segment? Well, you have to count every like Every, every segment? Train, all yeah, over plane 50. Ride. Over 50. Over 50. Yeah, over 50. Easy. Like, including connecting flights. Because right now, I, got, I have at least... 50 in my phone for for the next three months so That's yeah insane. so that it has to we've already six whatever or august eight months in nine months in <laughs> september so we are way over 50 maybe even closer to 100 oh gosh yeah and some overseas international stuff too yeah but for life for me i can't remember where i was this past weekend oh i was in uh no i wasn't there. <laughs> uh, hartford hartford at, uh I, I was very lost uh i reminded I, you see raymond's pants over there everybody else can't see raymond's pants but you see raymond's pants Raymond, come show them your I, pants. Come on, show them your <laughs> pants. See? Slowly. Uh, All right, come on. Like, Do a little wrap around. So, I'm not sure what these things are, but <laughs> I was at a place much like this, very confusing, uh, at a retro, uh, Hartford retro something. It was game, video games, all video games. So, I walk in there to go wrestle, and it's just people... At long ass tables, looked like they were a mile long, just playing video games. I'm like, you couldn't play video games at home. They had to come to public and play. I'm not mocking them because like 500 people at the wrestling show, so that was great. Yeah. But and um, and they understood wrestling, and they were like, they 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 were like Attitude Era fans and stuff like that. So it was cool, but I was so lost in there. But but then I saw one section. Then I saw one section. Then I could relate to that one section. Because okay. I saw, I was like, oh, I know that one, and I know that one. I knew like two games there. One was Pac-Man, and the other one was Centipede. And I was like, ah, I know those games. Yeah, but uh, that rest of that crap they were all playing, I don't know. It looked like some like yeah. military stuff, Call of Duty-looking things. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm not so, a big video game girl. But they were all, um, they, were, they were into it. You, you could have yelled at them and cussed and said bad things to get canceled and nobody would have heard you they, nope. they, they were just like <laughs> playing the video games do you play video games i don't never sure? have no. i swear yeah i, I mean i kind of wish sometimes well, i don't imagine like... <laughs> i wouldn't imagine you'd have the time to to be where you are at 26 with your own business and an entrepreneur and, and doing the things and finding time to wrestle too now <laughs> uh if you played a lot of video games because it seems like people get lost in a 
Yeah. A little bit of a, uh, I don't want to say a rabbit hole, but like they, they go a direction with those games and you, you just, that's it. That's their life. It yeah, it's like. time consuming. But then you also look at the kids that are like 13 years old making like way more than a bunch of people just by playing video games and posting them on social media. And you're like, hmm, maybe Would that be the Twitch? Would that be the Twitch games? stuff? Because I think Miro yeah, does that. Like, yeah. he used to play it. They like live stream and um, other guys sponsorships, so stuff like that. Some guys yeah. will go find a random game that nobody plays or, or has tw- twitched it yet and then they'll just play the game online and make like 400 bucks or something like that Insane, or, yeah. or something I don't, I don't know it's at that point that makes sense but other than that for fun I yeah, struggle I, I struggle things. showing up here uh, once a week so <laughs> I, I couldn't show up to a video monitor in my house and play a video game yeah um <laughs> Uh, less, I, I mean, unless it was Centipede or Pac-Man or something. <laughs> I do have like an 80s little Miss Pac-Man game oh, gosh, on my uh, yeah. table that somebody had an 80s party. The guys that run Boca Raton Championship Wrestling. Okay. Yeah, had an 80s party and one of the little, little gifts was a little thing. So, every once in a while I'll get bored and uh, yeah. I'll pick that up. But I don't really have that much time to play video games. So, uh, But yeah, it was great. Hartford, uh, uh, no flight delays. The flights were all smooth and groovy. Uh, awesome. The first time in a while, long while. Um, yeah, it was a good weekend. It was good. Uh, this weekend, I'm heading out to... Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, Virginia, Norfolk. Uh, uh, VCW, whatever that stands for. Uh, something championship wrestling. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's Vanguard Championship Wrestling. No, it's not Virginia. It's not Virginia. I think, oh, maybe. I, I think it's Vanguard or, or something. VCW, I don't know. So, uh, Blake Chadwick's. Uh, remember Blake? You know Blake? It was his... That's his... Where he started out at. Like, okay. Blake was a... Uh, they gave him, he started there, and then Howard Brody, who passed away, who had women's wow, 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 women are wrestling, or wow, whatever it was, and he had the, uh, he did some of the ring, ring warriors, and uh, he gave Blake his next big break, or, and all that, that's why I think that's he's awesome. called Blake Howard now, it was a, it was a tribute uh, gotcha. to Howard Brody, so, uh, yeah, yeah, so th- this is, this is his old stomping ground, so I go see all his old friends where he started at, so it's cool, it's a relaxed, chill atmosphere, so. It'll be easy weekend. Besides travel, travel might be sketchy, but uh, <laughs> but it's all oh, it's yeah, all the, good. the hurricane, right? Well, like it's just weather in general lately. But that hurricane should be gone. But there is other storms out there. But that hurricane, oh, it, it hit. It came in a direct hit where I live. Used to live Keaton Beach. Oh, wow. So I don't even think I have a storage there anymore. <laughs> I know my stuff. All, all the little things like these action figures. I had stuff in storage, just things and gear and stuff. I, I don't know if it's there or not. I got to get up there. I haven't. Talked to my sister about the storage, but I know they had a tree through their roof. My niece had a tree through her roof. My brother had a tree on his semi truck cab. Uh, oh, wow. Crash. Because it came through there. It came Keaton Beach, where I lived. They lived in Perry. And it hit Perry. Then it went up through Madison, where my brother lives <laughs> and, my, and my aunt lives. And then it went to South Georgia, where the rest of the, the Heath clan lives up there. So, But they're all safe. Well, I don't know about the Georgia crew. I think it's got a lot of rain, but, but everybody in that direct of that three when it came on and saved. So, Hopefully not too yeah, bad. Yeah. So I mean, was monitoring that most yeah. of the morning yesterday and kept me occupied. Uh, <laughs> busy, more than a video game would have. <laughs> but, well, that's me. Uh, you got anything going on this weekend, Um, I'm actually going to Bash this weekend. What is Bash? <laughs> it's a, it's it's like a, a Halloween Bash or Monster no, no, Bash, bash the or brew. Bash Beers. And, <laughs> A match, a match. Gonna go watch some of our Bash of the Brew. Where's that? Yeah, yeah. What is the Bash of the Brew? It's in Unbranded. Um, it's unbranded. Unbranded. What company is that? What was that? What company is that? She thinks it's a trick question. It's a trick question. <laughs> okay, are you CCW. The, yes. I think you're asking about the brewery. I'm like, it's unbranded. <laughs> yeah, no, the brewery's unbranded. What company is? Uh, yeah, CCW. Wrestling? Yeah, CCW. Oh, okay. Coastal you know Championship Wrestling. Huh? Do you know what number Bash it is? 
Oh, shoot. I yeah, actually exactly. don't know. know. There's been a lot of them. But, yeah, um, yeah. But it'll be Saturday. Are you in the student group? Branded. Yes. I'm going to be, be in there. I'm going to be exiting out of that student group. I cannot stand <laughs> the traffic in there. I'm going to be... If you see me disappear from there, I didn't disappear. I just disappeared out of that group. Uh, um, too much goes on there. I just... Too much hype. Too much gaga. A lot of egos. And there's just a lot of... I just shit. look out for the important stuff. The rest, I'm just kind of... Yeah, but like, how do you find the important stuff through all the other shit? Like, I, like... Uh, it's just, and then they start putting memes in, and then, yeah, yeah. and then I mean, it's not been as bad lately as it has been before. But like, the only thing I want to bash is somebody's fucking head in that group. That's like, I'm sorry for cussing, but that that, that yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, they're gonna be at the bash this weekend. That should be fun. Yeah, should yeah, be good. Be nice to see everyone. Uh, Raymond, have you been to a bash? Yeah, you went to the bash when the beer came out. Yeah. It's a good show. It's an exciting show. It's a fun yeah. show. That's September second. It is. So if uh, okay. I don't know if this will be out by then, so if it is out by then, go to the bash, check it out. <laughs> if you see Nikki Blackbird over there, go up there and say hello to her and uh, chill out or whatever. Uh, she'd probably be, they'll probably have her working, probably doing something, being she's a newer face on the block, a student, probably grabbing ring articles and taking it back. Yeah, hopefully or something not like. the bell this time. Not the bell? You had to, you had to carry, oh, don't want to ring the bell? No, you want to move up. You want to ring the bell. The more you learn, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you want to sit there. You want to sit. Let me, let me tell you this. Anybody that's getting into wrestling and all that, you can't be afraid of, uh, uh, and I'm not saying you're afraid, but you can't be afraid of like failing, you know, because is it really failing if you're learning from it or is it just a lesson, right? You, you, That's you, you got to, you have to learn, right? You, like not everybody just can wave a wand and go, hey, I'm, I know everything about professional wrestling and this, this and that. But these like understanding the bell and, and, and angles and the referee's cues, and I believe the ref didn't signal you. I believe that. I believe Bruce Owens did not signal you. I think Bruce okay. Owens forgot what's going on. I'm going to take your side and out on of this. his past experience. <laughs> I'm going to believe that he didn't signal you. So, like, people probably lost what we were even talking about. But um, there's an instance where she was working the bell on, 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 a, on a show at the uh, CCW school. And Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Valentine <laughs> lost his shit because, you know, he, he runs that that particular show most of the time with Alex Chamberlain and um and he does a great job. He does a great job, <laughs> and 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 keeping all the mongrels in line and like and like uh, as the wrestling students, uh, not the fans. We love you. you know, we don't look at you like that. <laughs> but but the wrestling students and uh, but but there was a a thing with the bell. What happened with the bell? Do you want maybe let me see if you learn from it. Why don't you explain what happened? With yeah. The so I mean, I was looking at. The cue for you know the the ref anytime he would go like this, I would ring the so bell. So what what is this cue? What does that mean? <laughs> Like any time where there, there's like, you know, already counted and, and the match is over. Like it's Okay, just, so you're waiting starting. for the ref yeah, to yeah. signal, ring the bell, yeah. either to start or ring the bell, the match is over. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And then on that one, Which you is know, pretty <laughs> straightforward, right? I, I was just waiting and I'm like, is it over? And then Eddie comes over and he's like, ring the bell. I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Did like, the ref no. come to you and say, hey, I'm sorry that I didn't say No. Or did he just let you take the, the, the brow beating? I, I just took it because I'm like, I'm you new. You just took it. I'm, no, I know you took it. What did the ref do? <laughs> I want to know if the ref came over and owned up to it or he just let you take it. I mean, I, I really didn't have any conversation with him afterwards. It was, you know, kind oh, of. So you say he slid things. out the back door because he knew he didn't <laughs> and he just let you take the heat while he snuck out with the loot? <laughs> 
Ah. He, he boot scoot boogied on you and left you standing there holding the it's bag. Like, Bruce, guilty, don't kill huh? me. Don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to. No, I'm just, I'm just trying to break it down. I don't know if everybody could picture what's going on. So so she's she's uh, very new to wrestling, as we learned on the last podcast. WrestleMania was the first live event uh, in L.A., and she wanted to become a professional wrestler, which is which is great. I wish wrestling influenced everybody like that, and we need more people watching wrestling and more fans. And, uh, and But she's actually talented and doing very well in wrestling school so she's going to be an asset to pro wrestling um but yeah. you got to watch more wrestling you got to watch yes, a lot sir. more wrestling yes, so <laughs> part we do student shows and you know we have a wrestling school ccw has a wrestling school coastal championship wrestling and i'm, I'm the head trainer there but uh, hey what is all that noise over there in the background so be a part of that, right? so so i'm a trainer there so a part of being a trainer and and being a wrestling company having a wrestling school you gotta have wrestling shows you the kids gotta get experience or the young ladies and men have to get experience somewhere so with that being they say breakout is not a student show but i beg to differ because they rob and pillage and rifle that show for for the curtains and this and that it becomes a bare bones student show at the end of the day if there's another show going on at ccw because ccw is blessed enough that they run sometimes two and three shows at, at different towns a night yeah, so yeah. pin upon the importance of that other town the pompano facility becomes the lower end and they, they deny that and say that's not the case but it is the case and um so but the student shows are going on so then it became low on people to help and and a lot of the students are actually on this show that wouldn't be on the show that would actually have other positions so the newer people coming up the nikki blackbirds and uh, whoever like jonathan <laughs> was supposed to be lover boy or whatever was supposed to be a referee <laughs> but he said i, I don't know referee and yes he's whatever but he's yeah. like, he denied it and that's why i think he's been hiding because he got a lot of heat with me for like lying about that the other day but um i was there I, yeah I, he, I saw he, that he, he clearly lied he clearly lied he clearly lied and act like he didn't lie but because he wanted to get into that battle royal which it's not my show i wasn't running as eddie the guy that ate you alive with the voice not physically um <laughs> and alex chamberlain you know alex and eddie are both well 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 versed at understand professional wrestling and been around the blocks been back in some ones from maine ones in pennsylvania they bring a lot of that culture and their area down and their experience down here and it blends and it's a good vibe so um with that being said you got to ring the bell duties and and that was your first time ringing a bell yeah and not watching a whole lot of wrestling in your life I could get that that would be intimidating and, and, it and was, yeah. very stressful because I'm on time for everything. So I can only imagine going, did he signal me? Did he signal me? Did he signal me? Did, was that a signal in my head? I wouldn't have probably been out loud. I'd probably look like a statue. But, but those <laughs> are the voices would have been rambling in my head. Oh, my God. Is my ring about that? Is that the signal? No. Yeah. But but you clearly got all the other signals right except for that one. Yeah, yeah. Everything else was, was okay. fine. It was just so, that one. And, but, and, of course, it was Eddie's so, match, too. We'll see if you learned <laughs> so from it because like, I don't know the match. So help me understand the match. So what was going on? in the match that that bell needed to be ringed rang at of that importance that it, it brought on that much tension from mr valentine so i guess like the you know when when he ended up and, and i might get these terms wrong and again i'm still learning <laughs> but um it wasn't like a traditional you know on the floor like he didn't pin him and and there wasn't like a regular count it was just more like i think he like choked him out or was something disqualification or I, I believe so so yeah. he needed did he need the bell to be ringing so people would come in and people would know what it was over yes because like if there was like an awkward and I'll, I'll attest to what he was saying there was an awkward pause like no one including myself, knew kind of what was going okay. on. So we were all like silent, waiting, and so then Eddie when it was rang, choking somebody? 
Um, yes, I believe okay. so. So we're not to take all the magic away from pro wrestling, but so I gotta, I gotta so the bad guy match, yeah. was in there who's running the show <laughs> is choked somebody out and is, is DQ'd by the referee, but there was no bell signaling the end of that match to to give it a, a way to part, and uh, so it was just yeah. an awkward silence there. And then, but yeah. you were just waiting. Forward about a ring because you didn't want to assume anything and you're waiting for your signal. Yeah, the last thing I want to do is assume. And, okay. and then so, well, what would you do worse. now <laughs> in that same situation? So, I mean, moving forward. <laughs> would you ring the bell and go, I'll just ask for forgiveness later and uh, after being yelled at this time? Or what would, what would you um, do? I would have probably just like try to pay attention a little bit more to not just like. Like, just, like, look more for, like, body language instead of just waiting there and assume that something's going to happen or wait on the ref to kind of, like, signal me. Just more, like, like really pay attention to, to their faces or, like, because everyone will kind of, like, signal you in if something's going on. You know, Eddie would have definitely been, like, All right. you know. Let me ask you this. <laughs> this is a big, big defi- deciding factor to me. Oh, gosh. I feel like I'm in court. <laughs> Did Eddie or anybody from that match come up to you and then tell you how that was going to go down at the end? Uh, no. There it is. You're off the hook. <laughs> Something of that importance with somebody that knew over there. I would have went over there. Now, let me ask you. You rang the bell on my match. I did. Did it? Now, did I come out to you and go, hey, do not ring that bell until I get in the ring? You did. So you clearly would understand what was going on because I clearly knew that you never rang a bell before or been in that position. Yeah, which I... So you know. did you get yelled at after my match? No. No, because you knew what to ring the bell. <laughs> okay. You're actually cleared on that court case now that we've worked through that. We might have to take Eddie Valentine to the wrestler's court that Raymond's asked about so many times. He's there gonna, might, he's gonna get there might be a case in there, but but yeah, you can't bring it up. It'd have to be me, an older guy, to bring it up. But but oh, Eddie gosh, helped so no. much, uh, and, and he was so like he's so no, passionate. He's, he's so I great. He's it might so be one great. of those ones that the, the judge is like, ah, I'm gonna drink my vodka and have a blind eye. <laughs> No, no, he's... he's no, it's not Bacher. This is actually Dunkin' Donuts coffee because Raymond blocked it out. But he ain't going to edit it out either. Like, because this, whatever he did to my cup. Painter's tape? He molested and violated my cup. I, I think my cup is going to take a kneel now on you, Raymond. You're like, oh, gosh. you done to it. No, it doesn't. It looks... Whatever. You, you, you. It's, it's retro. <laughs> Like Reminds me of the movie Steven Seagal, Marked for Death. You came over and just like, you never even watched that because you don't watch Steven Seagal movies, but you probably do. Probably. Good night. Nah, good gracious, nobody <laughs> watched Steven Seagal. So. They marked him for death. Never mind. But, uh, like, okay, cool. So, uh, enough of my gaga rambling on. Enough of me putting you through the grill. Uh, uh, Jeez. Uh, clearly, uh, I wasn't exposing you that you didn't know anything about wrestling. I was just... I, I just really was trying to get to the bottom of that because I, I, I know, know I've attempted sometimes. to get to the bottom of it, but when I th- when you think about it, you're, you're you're in the wrong in a sense that you don't haven't watched enough wrestling or understand wrestling, and in a sense, that, but that's not really wrong because nobody also came to you and explained to you what was going to go on at the end, knowing that you knew. But they were wearing a lot of hats that day, and there was a lot going on. I wasn't yeah. wearing those hats. I chose not to wear those hats that day, even though they tried to get me to wear them. I was like, nope, I'm just wrestling, and I'm leaving right after my match. I got an early morning flight. So I was thinking on a different level to go, hey, oh, Nikki over there, she's not rung the bell before. Like, I don't want her ringing the bell while I'm getting jumped outside, putting a pole, assuming the match starts when the match doesn't start until both opponents are in the ring. So I went over there and explained it to you. It's probably what should have. In a perfect world, <laughs> happened, 
But in a perfect world, you would also understand a lot more about wrestling. But I always teach you in class never to assume anything either. So you could never feel bad to ask, hey, what's going on at the end? When should I do this to? Even though they didn't tell you anything about the end. But uh, better safe than sorry sometimes in, in situations like that. But, oh, 100%. But <laughs> I learned. Again, you learned, right? <laughs> Key word, that L word. What's that L word? Learned. Exactly. Right? <laughs> it's no fails or anything. You know, you fall down, you get up, uh, you make mistakes, but did you learn from them? They just become lessons then. It's yeah. just lessons. It's lessons. Some, some lessons come time. across a little harsher than others. You're like, ooh, could do without that drama, but ooh, <laughs> essential. But <laughs> they, you know, it, when I went back there, they explained what had happened, and it was um, Alex also took the time to be like, you know, I think you Joe it. probably messed up in the match too, and you probably got some of Joe's <laughs> heat too. Joe goes off the reservation. I have no clue. Joe was convinced. That. You know, Joe came up to me and said, I was leaving Tuesday night, and he goes, I think everybody wants me to fail. I think everybody loves Joe, so we got to worry yeah. about Joe. we got to keep an eye on Joe. Like, uh, yeah, he's... he's he yeah. needs a little extra motivation or a hug here and there. I, I'm not saying go hug the kid because you might get another stock. But, <laughs> but, 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 you're already shaking one with the FBI's help. But, like, yeah. Ooh. Why she flags that big thing out there, guys? Notice that. Says, leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> stalkers are us. Yeah, stay away from me. <laughs> She's gonna report you. Um, uh, and culture might choke you out. You don't want that. He's <laughs> yeah. really strong. The heat in here because Raymond's trying to sweat us out again. I put shorts on and everything, but I, I guess I'm just sitting in a hot seat. Um, but we rambled on enough about nothing, uh, I suppose. <laughs> we better move on to uh, what's happening. Uh, I know Raymond sent you notes because he tries to be like, what do they call him, a producer or something over there and this stuff. He, I never look at him, but but I'm sure he sent them to you too. If I got him, I'm sure you got him. So like, yes, what do you got going I on? Did. What's cooking in, in, in Raymond's world? And what, is, yeah, so what does he feel is of importance right now? <laughs> I, I mean, not to, you know, change the note that, you know, we were going on, but... Um, obviously, a lot has been happening in wrestling. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. not everything is always great and rainbows and unicorns. So um, we did experience another great loss in wrestling. So Wyndham Rotunda, better known as Bray, or I'm sorry, Bray Wyatt passed about, what was it, last Thursday? He was 36 years old, which, you know, we say old, but really young. Mm -hmm. um, I guess a heart attack. Um, he was supposed to be using a defibrillator or, or something, mm. ended up not really worrying it at the time when he needed it, and then unfortunately ended up passing away. So yeah. um, I know he was a big creative mind, a lot of people, especially for my generation. You know, a lot of us actually follow what he's been doing, and, you know, we're excited to see where he well, would have gone. His so. father's Blackjack Mulligan, his yeah. uncle's Barry Windham, Kendall Windham. Uh, his dad's Mike Rotundo, Mr. IRS himself, or he was better known. Better Mike Rotundo when he tagged a Barry Wyndham or, or Mike Rotundo on the Varsity Club. Those are all great years. But then later on, IRS, as everybody knows him. And then then there was, uh, uh, was he Husky Harris when he came in NXT? Uh, Bray Wyatt, and then on to something else. Then, then, the, then Bray Wyatt, then The Fiend, and then back towards Bray Wyatt at the end, battling with his alter ego, The Fiend. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, sad. I just, I seen him uh, that January. This January, I saw him at the PC. He was coming back. He was getting ready for the match with um, the, the Rock now, the Rock guy. Uh, LA Knight. Mm -hmm. that does like the Rock Stone Cold mix. Uh, kind of, you know, he took his own vibe on it. And he's patterned the stuff after, right. which is cool. He's getting over, like, proved stuff 
what's old is new, you know, and then what can work again. What what's, what once was will be again, and it'll work, whatever, all that yeah. kind of. There's nothing new in wrestling. The only thing is forgotten, right? So, um, uh, but on that, but he was going in there to work that Mountain Dew match out or whatever it was they they, they were doing with, uh, with the Uncle Howdies and all that stuff. And um, he was upbeat. I, I, I talked to him. It was good to see him. He's always uh, asking for advice. He's always trying to pick pick the mind because you know I, of course wrestling the vampire and stuff and he's into the horror stuff and and i'm sure he was picking taker's mind and and i i heard taker pass the torch to him on too at one point um wow. then he was asking me about my boots and i told him how to do the boots because he couldn't figure it out <laughs> his whole run is the fiend he couldn't figure out the boots my boots which yeah super simple but and i figured mine out by accident but but i explained it to him and he just sat there in shock going really because he was he was literally <laughs> No, his his yeah. casual boots that he was had on for his daily use. I go, uh, and he's, he's like, what do you do for your boots? Where do you get your boots this night? And I go, what are you wearing? He goes, new rocks. I go, he goes, no. I go, yeah. And then I told him what I did. And I, and I went to a Renaissance festival, and then I got the leather piece to go. Oh. He's like, no. And then I showed him. He goes, yeah. oh. He was, he was like, his mind, mind blown. was blown. Like, it was that simple. Like. Mind blown, yeah. Because oh. I told the story many times where, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Nick Riemann had a, he like, he's like, uh, Suge Knight sent a mosquito to bite me and kill me or something over here. Like, <laughs> like conspiracy stuff over here. Like, yeah, this is what happened easy, you know, like, that's why I did the gangrel. He's I think, uh, like, Raymond's putting some stuff on me. Um, yeah. came through that door over there, that front door. I felt the sting. No, not right. Oh, God. But, uh, I've I I explained a lot of times, and, um, how I came out with my gear. I went into Hot Topics and then Journey next door. I got the boots, but... Um, but but it was a, it's a terrible loss at 36 and and, and it makes you wonder. Um, you got to yeah. sit back. And you think uh, you know the other fellow uh, out of the Wyatt family passed away too with sudden illnesses. You don't know, and then you got to. Yeah, yeah. uh, they said this was COVID related, and then then I've heard other rumors that it was COVID, but it was the shot, and then stuff like uh, yeah. they got another shot, mm-hmm. and then complications came from that. But I don't know what's true, so. Uh, what stories I see printed out there f- with my own eyes says he had COVID and it, it, it exposed a, some kind of heart defect or something and he was supposed to be wearing a, some kind of like thing. Defibrillator. Yeah, whatever that's like, called yeah. to help. And he had an appointment that day, but he didn't have it on. I mean, that's whatever it may be. It's just a terrible, terrible, sad loss. A very creative guy. Very humble, very giving, very, mm. very. Uh, I've never seen him not smile when I've seen him. He's like, oh. <laughs> you gotta come work out with me but the office would always <laughs> cut me off somebody there would always get in between us because that, that was like the second time i ran into him at the pc uh once was uh, uh a year earlier or two or something and they did the same thing they kind of cut me away was he was going back to do something like, like they just weird yeah. weird company uh, but but yeah he was a great guy though and uh it was a really 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 sad loss there yeah so Thoughts out with his family. I mean, he's got like three or four kids, and you know, oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, just his brothers, his mom, dad. You know, uh, great people. Like, so terrible loss. Yeah. Well, thank you for for sharing. Um, well, yeah. Thoughts and prayers to to all the family and and also the fans. Yeah. You know, we we grew up watching these guys, and we believe that we know them, and we feel for them whenever bad things end up he, happening. So. I think you're so, how, how, can, how can the fiend, how can a monster die? You know? Yeah. We're, we're all human in the end, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. that's for sure. It's very sad. That's very for sad. sure. 
Um, Makes me feel like I'm taking 55 coming up <laughs> as vampire. Like, no. <laughs> trying to convince the world I'm a vampire. But, <laughs> <laughs> scary. Yeah. But you never know. I mean, mm. some people that mm. live out to be... Hundred hundred years old and some this cat. Don't <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> this guy. to be fair, I didn't think I would, uh, you know, uh, make it to thirty at the lifestyles and stuff that I had going on. And then oh, thirty came, and then I was like, oh, surely thirty-one, I won't make it. And thirty-five came, and forty. And then when fifty hit, I said, maybe I need to slow down, like reevaluate <laughs> things, you know, because obviously I'm going to be here now. Now I'm in a mad scramble to fix shit, like get insurance and. <laughs> pay my taxes and stuff that i was like ah, i ain't gonna be yeah, here next year i ain't paying that what, what is a <laughs> the government Blah, rock and roll baby like but uh i'm actually gonna answer all that i could have stayed <laughs> off the grid but my wife actually forced me back on the grid you got that jimmy knee that that crooked leg and you need to get that fixed and this oh, fixed God. that was two years ago i went back on the grid and i still ain't got it fixed <laughs> so, i have insurance for the record i have to now and all that but I just, uh, I only get one, I, I, it was one of those things that they, you know, I went to go get it looked at, right? The, as soon as I got the insurance, I marched in there, yeah, what do you mean $2,000 copay for MRI? Whatever, <laughs> what, what, like, what is this copay shit? Like, what is this? It's government conspiracy, you know? Um, but I, I, I get it looked at, and yeah. the guy goes, uh, well, you don't have any ACL or PCL, like, he says it's absorbed oh, into your body. When did you hurt your knee? I go, I, I don't know. Like, like, uh, a lot in, of times. When like, in my career? I said, uh, I said, but like five years ago, I was uh, in a hotel room and I went to get up to change the remote and, and, it, and it popped and I fell down and, and then I just got up and I wrapped it up. He says, what'd you do after that? I said, wrestled. I did TVs. <laughs> I, just got, I wrestled like I had three shows in a row and then I went down to vegas and did two more shows because they oh, had two gosh. tvs going you know this company and uh he, he's like nothing you didn't read it no i said i just wrapped it and he goes yeah he goes so they, they wanted me they did the mri and they couldn't see it and then he says bone on bone and now i'm bow-legged and um uh, he says you definitely need a knee replacement and he, he goes but here's the thing is you're only going to get one knee replacement so i guess most humans can get <laughs> two or, or at least two okay. um but mm -hmm. i the bone underneath where the knee sits down on where they would have to attach, reattach it to, is crumbled too. It's broken. So he says it's taking a pounding from just pounding. So okay. I only get one. So he's saying you have to retire if you, you do it. Because he goes, if you mess it up, you're going to be crippled. We can't fix you. You know, there's no other, yeah. there's no other, there's no adjustments or nothing. You're, you're to the max already. So he said, you walked in here and I don't know how. He says, I'm sure you can walk on out. He didn't use the words fang and a bang, but I'll say, he went and said you could be fang and a bang. <laughs> he, said, he said, go do your thing until you can't walk no more and then roll back when you're ready. So, oh, gosh. So that's what I'm doing, right? And then I, that's why I think I keep getting every class, and like every week it looks like I'm walking more, like I just got off a horse, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. cowboy leg is uh, the PT Randy over at uh, uh, Dr. Silva's office in Deerfield. Randy's a magician. He, he, he can go in there and you can go in there like literally can't stand up crippled. In like 10 minutes, he, you walk out of there like jumping jacks, but 30 minutes later, it comes back. <laughs> you know, like, so you got to go back in again and again. Yeah, he's, gotta, I think he's like a drug dealer or something. He, drug yeah. dealer with your body. I'll get you right. I'll get you right, but you got to come back. You yeah. See me. He just gives you that one for free, two for free. And he's like, ah, come see daddy. You want to walk? You know, but, but he does this. He does a lot of, uh, 
magical things with muscle. I call him the muscle whisperer. And bone, they, I'll, I'll be hurting and my, I promise you, I'll be like, my knee hurts here and he does something <laughs> up here and my knee quits hurting over here. No, really, it's crazy. Like, he's the whisper, man. I don't know, body whisper. But, uh, yeah, he does amazing stuff. So, yeah, if you're in the Deerfield Beach area, 1100 South Federal Highway, uh, Dr. Silva's office, just ask for Randy. He'll get you straight. <laughs> awesome. Raymond, I'm pouring over here. Oh, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> Nellio must be watching the thing. He heard me talking shit about that student group and blowing my stuff up. What's Nellio on there? Uh, telling Nicole to push tickets. <laughs> 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 well, when, when this comes out, what's the next one going to be? What's after that? Uh, I don't know. He's actually, I don't know. What, 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 where are we at now? The okay. What are we talking about? What's the next one going to be? The shows or what? Yeah, yeah. So, or you um, push the tickets? <laughs> push the tickets? He said something about flyers, right. man. He's saying... Um, okay, uh, I got you guys. So... <laughs> Oh, he's talking about, uh, I don't Do know, a, man. This is all this stuff like a quick on. promo? <laughs> he's saying we need athletes in the school. You need what? We need athletes. More okay. more people like you. Okay, I got to I gotta get back to that athletic build again. I'm Ram is there. over there flexing. All right, so, yeah. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, not to take from the, the sadder yeah. moment, but yeah, bl- blessings and prayers to, to his family. And it's Absolutely. a shock to the rest of the community. Terry Funk, then Bray Wyatt, and then... Um, yeah, it was, it's always Terry Funk was expected, but Bray Wyatt at 36 is a tough one. But again, prayers to and thoughts with their families and friends and and coworkers. Absolutely, very sad loss. Um, yeah. So the next thing, just kind of want to go over. So AEW held its annual All In PPV in London at the Wembley AEW Stadium. AEW had their All In PP. Is yeah, that what you're saying? Like All In PPV. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so they claim that All In, they had their record for the most paid attendance of all time with 81,035 paid fans. And this is Wembley? <laughs> yeah. This is Wembley? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, um, this is the new Wembley, not the old <laughs> Wembley where, okay. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. So does this new record prove that AEW is in competition with WWE? Uh, uh, that's such a tricky question it's not no no yeah uh, no Um, no 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 it's great I've spent 18 straight years going to England and I support Everton it's my football club over there Uh, okay I'm very diverse in that culture and and I'm not gonna say uh, I don't live there but but I get along well there and I could live there and and I'm fine in that culture they're very like so (laughs) They're there. Or they ran Wembley, but that's the new Wembley, I think. It's not. It's got more seats now in it, and there's more options. But uh, yeah, they. Yeah, sure, they broke that record. But are they in competition? No. If they were to go back and run Wembley in two months, they wouldn't have that number. Maybe in six months or a year if they ran it again. But that's the only right. shows they do in Europe. But if they were to go run other house shows and run Cardiff and run other places like that, uh, go down and run, uh, you know, the U2 Arena. And, and different things, they wouldn't draw that because they're doing one show. Those fans will come out and support. They're very loyal fans, and they may not know. Like, like you go there, they'll say, oh, yeah, we're going to go. But I don't think AEW, I don't know. I don't follow it much, but I don't think they announced to return. Uh, oh, we're coming back in two months, or we're going to be over here at the U2 and 3. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're just coming with one mega show. So, sure, I mean, people are going to get in from France and Germany and wherever. Right, they're going right. to take the tubes, the trains. Uh, and they're going to go buy that ticket and see it because they don't, for one, know how much longer that's going to last. Two, 
it, it, it might be the only time it's, you know, that same thing, you know. It's the only time it's going to be there. They, they're not announcing that they're coming back anytime soon. Like so fear of missing uh, out. <laughs> so, yeah, they're loyal. They're, they're going to go and they're going to support. They'll be like, hey, they'll do the same thing for Kiss, but Kiss could play multiple towns and still sell out that. <laughs> but uh, I mean, but um, uh, setting an attendance record, yeah, that's great. That's awesome. That's good. And, yeah, I wouldn't doubt that they did that, and I don't doubt that they could do it again in a year uh, if they don't come back and run other other towns there, you know, the CCC. Right. But I, I don't think that says they're in comp competition with WWE. I don't know what competition there is. There's WWE and there's AEW. It's AEW is a totally different brand, Topa style, style of wrestling, blah, blah, blah. WWF, or WWE, I'm so old school. WWE <laughs> is a well-oiled machine that is well into the system, and now they're... Who knows what's going on there now? I heard things are changing like crazy with the sale and all that. So who knows what's going to go down by March when everything's complete there. But but they have been consistent year in and year out, day in mm -hmm. and day out, every minute for minute. There's no, no wasted movements there. No wasted movements, no chaos, no conflict. If there is, it's well controlled because I know they get their head chopped or sent away. You know? <laughs> they, like, they don't do that. <laughs> uh, like, like, I... Like, it was crazy, so, like, but, yeah, no, I, and I don't mean that, and then I'm not, again, and I feel like I'm always backpedaling and trying to be political, but I'm not knocking AEW, fuck, I'd go wrestle there if they bring me in, I'm not, you know, I'm not knocking it, I, look, for, it's a, it's an opportunity, people, it can help people make more money, it can have competitive wages, Absolutely. because you get some, some, some competition, and job-wise, but I think it's two totally different beasts, it's wrestling, but it's just two different entities, it's just, uh, how do you how do you really compete? Like if you really were to add up the real numbers to everything and lay them out there, how do you compete with something that's been existing for so many years and so successful for so long? You have to build, build and, and grow to that. And and uh, but building and growing to that is not going to happen if you don't get control of that shit. Because right. like, well, this is crazy stuff I heard. Like like uh, the CM Punk and and. Uh, jo uh, Luke Perry's Jack kid, Perry. Jack Perry. Um, yeah. yeah, that was actually the next thing we were gonna get into. Uh, so, but, uh, yeah, what, what's your thoughts on that? You know, <laughs> like, they had a backstage altercation. <laughs> backstage altercation. Well, uh, if I, well, I, I've been like, so the, you can't help but like, I go, I go to watch wrestling or something on YouTube when I do cardio. So there's any between in thirty, any given day between thirty to sixty minutes, I'm gonna be pedaling my crippled ass on a bicycle <laughs> trying to do cardio. Well, I'm guaranteed to watch wrestling or whatever pops up in my YouTube feed. I'll, it's the YouTube fanatic right. on YouTube, right? And <laughs> it has been nothing but CM Punk and Jack Perry and AEW Collision and uh, this whole glass thing. You know, you know, the young blood wants to go through class. Let him hurt his fucking self. I don't know, but but I mean that's but I get the safety things to it too. It's just you know why risk your talent and hurt him on CM Punk's behalf. But I don't know if he's just being mean. And just trying to be control freak on his show, but but uh, when he leads up to uh, leads up to the, the whatever the shoving and the choke, who knows what really happened? There's so many versions. Yeah. I I don't know. I wasn't there, so I don't know if seeing Puck. So apparently, like one. Let me. Do you know? You want me to explain what happened? Do you know what I'm like? How it went down. I mean, I, I, for those that haven't kept up, it would be a good opportunity for you to kind of... Well, I I'm going off memory from the stuff <laughs> I've heard on, on YouTube. So it's just an old man's memory, an old riggedy raggedy <laughs> vampire with dust coming out of his ears and ass. All right, so... Don't, um, sue, him. <laughs> Don't sue him or cancel him. <laughs> so, it's his opinion. So, uh, well, just, I'm just going on by memory of what I've read or heard. I don't read a lot, right. so it's what I've heard on YouTube. So, um, <laughs> uh, I guess... It's like, don't sue him. I guess CM Punk is like... 
a lot of control or all the control of the Saturday show. But there was something where Jack Perry wanted to do something, but he wanted to use real glass. I'm not sure what it was exactly. Uh, CM Punk said no. Also, <laughs> like, advised the same thing from, like, Tony Schiavone and some other, other production people. And and I guess it made it was a rift, no fight or anything, but whatever. It was Jack Perry was upset or something. I pretty much probably thought to himself, "Fuck this old guy. He doesn't <laughs> know what's up with the future. You know, we're the future." But, but I get that too. You know, there's a lot of sides to look at it. You can yeah, easily sit yeah. there and go, "Hey, man, these old dudes are holding it back." Because for an example, uh, <laughs> for an example, and it, I didn't, I took it and I didn't say anything. So it's a different generation now. They say some shit, you know. So okay. um, when I went to WWE and I was working Edge, WWF. We'd have matches on house shows, and the agents would come back and go, "Oh, you got to stop that. You got to take that suplex out. And you got to do this, and you only got to do that, and you can do that." And I go, "Why?" They go, oh. "And one of them said, hey, the, the main events are getting upset, and this and that, because basically you're outstage them.' So they sat there and picked away every bit of oh, offense wow. I got. And then their biggest argument when they let me go, besides my injuries, was he has no offense. <laughs> they took every offense away, but I took it instead of saying, "No, oh, fuck you. I'm gonna go out there and do my thing." I went along with the program, and that didn't work for me, right? So maybe that's what they feel is happening, and they're just standing up for themselves. Who, who knows? So I, I can see both sides. I honestly can see both arguments. At the same time, I see the safety argument. Like, what moron wants to go through glass and risk tearing an artery or, or, yeah, or, or yeah. something and, and, and costing the company money in the long run, medical this, and then paying them to sit home? And, and, and I get that side, too. Um, I see both sides. But apparently, they left, and then I guess... He comes to pay-per-view or or not pay-per-view, whatever it was in uh, uh, Wembley. Um, and I wasn't there and I haven't watched it and I don't know it. Uh, I mean, I, I do talk to Miro, but I didn't ask him about it. He just told me, oh, it's all bullshit. Everything's bullshit. <laughs> Everything you hear is bullshit. That's all he said. Miro, he said, everything's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I go, Because I joked. I said, don't get choked out by CM Punk. He just laughed. <laughs> like, he like, can't believe everything you hear. So, But I think they're just like friends, actually. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I didn't even ask him, really. You know, I just made a joke, you know, like, so... But I guess the, Jack Perry's on the pre-show in, at Wembley and uh, said something to the effect. And I don't know the exact words. Come down by memory. Uh, it was real, real glass. So cry a river or something. Go cry a river or something yeah, like that. It so like, it's real glass. What was it like? Bury me a river. Is that what he uh, said? Cry, cry me a river. Yeah. yeah. So so I guess that happened prior. I was like that. The yeah, ending of the pre-show. This is what it says here, by the way. Very. Yeah. I'm like what? So <laughs> that happened at the uh, end of the pre-show, and then CM Punk was the first match with Samoa Joe, as, as I read in her, and I guess it was a. I don't know who confronted who, whatever. Eventually, it ended up apparently with CM Punk in a chokehold. I don't know what type of chokehold. I don't know if it was a Darth or a front face lock or. A, Rear naked. I, I don't know. So, uh, I think that leads to the next question, though. So, um, but, but yeah, who, who has a final say on what you can and can't do? Well, then? well, this is what I'm getting to. Like, like, well, I'm saying that, like, when we've gone back to the talking about competition, and I go, that's not really, but mm-hmm. somebody's got to get control of the of, of things, man. Somebody's got to be like, somebody's got to go, and that somebody's Tony Khan because every final say so and everything that happened. Vince McMahon was the final say so on everything. Like the head, it right. stopped, started. It, it didn't go past him. If he didn't want it to happen, it didn't happen. If he wanted to, you know. So you got to rewind this back. And this, they're just. And I've said it many times on here that like there's just way too much shit going on in in, in the locker rooms and amongst the talent and stuff in AEW. Got to take control. Tony Khan, bless his heart. I mean, I don't think he has. 
experiencing this shit. This is like a bunch of high school, <laughs> like yeah. grown ass men, you know, fighting amongst things when you're trying to make money. And all he's all he's trying to do is make everybody happy and like have a really fun. Like he's like trying to present wrestling in a different way. Hey, this is wrestling. It should be fun. You should be able to have the style of matches that you're suited for or you choose Basically to, what choose you tell us have. at practice also. Choose to have, yeah. <laughs> but then, um, you know, so it's not the uh, WWE system. The, the, the and You're not being told exactly how to have your matches. You have all this creatively free will. But at the same time... Can be good and bad. Yes, it, it's like you, you're giving all these people this... They, they're, they're, <laughs> they got a false sense of like, I'm running shit. Like, no, I'm not doing that. And this and this and that. But these guys take control and say, ultimately, yes, I'm giving you free will, but there's a cap on it, and I have the last say on this shit, and he's got to stand up and do that. So he's got to sit them down, and I don't know why he hasn't. He's got to sit them down and go, bro, like... You just signed you a bunch of the young bucks, the elite, and these guys, all this, and CM Punk. You guys got to do business, you know. I'm giving you all this money. You're making money. You're doing this and this and that. All I ask you to do is to sit down and do business. You're not always gonna. I'm gonna. You're gonna have to wrestle people. You're gonna have to work people as you go through just the school and you, as you move up. That you might not really like, but. It's what you got to do because it's part of the two business to be Life. part of that company. You got to get there to get to the bigger picture where everybody makes money. The company's successful. You grow in the ratings. You keep growing in ratings. And then you're competing. Then AEW's competing. But with chaos within, you're never going to grow to be able to compete with a, 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 a machine. Like, no, they're a machine. WWE yeah. is a fucking war machine. Black Sabbath saying about them. You know, <laughs> it's a war yeah, machine. Yeah. ACDZ war machine. Like, they're down here, and it could be if they would. But Tony, Tony Khan's got to take control and uh, really sit down, and you don't have to fire everybody. You could be, you could just fine everybody, and then get them all on the same page, and then he could lift the fines if they get on the same page or whatever. I mean, but uh, it's got to get some kind of control. There's got to be people have to answer for their chaos. You can't just have yeah. chaos, and and that's why. I mean, but. It is a totally different product. We'll go back to the comp- competition thing that we were talking about and the numbers and stuff like that. I don't think it's competition uh, in a sense like that. It, it, it won't be for a long time, but it will never get there if they don't get in-house under control. Yeah. That's all. And I like AEW, and I like a lot of the styles, and, 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 and I like a lot of people that are there. I'm friends with the Young Bucks. I'm friends with Matt Hardy. I'm friends with Jeff. I'm, I train Miro, you know. Yeah. I like CM Punk. and <laughs> I get yeah. along with him. Um He's so nice to me. When I went back to go through the thing, he's the first one to hug me at AEW and made me feel welcome there. So, you know, uh, how can you dislike that? I mean, just because they don't get along, I don't know. But I see both sides. I get this this training in the school with all the young I see how the the generational and the movement and how things are swinging. And and I get it all. I see both sides. And, And I came in through wrestling in many different generations, like very old school, this. And then I was like one of the ones pushing the boundaries doing a vampire thing like you're like the flip you're doing a vampire game you know <laughs> imagine how they looked at that i looked at it much like the, the flipping and all the other yeah. stuff that you see now different high spots and matches with all these sequences in them and stuff so uh i see both sides i get both sides but somebody's just got to be able to hone that all in and say listen you know can we all just get along <laughs> Like, like so talking about that, were you ever in any non-scripted altercations? And if you were, how did WWE handle it? What are you talking about? Like the non-scripted, m- meaning like fights. 
Um, yeah, I think I've talked about it on here before. There was the Mark <laughs> Merrill thing, right? I didn't, it, didn't, it didn't come down to a fight. He didn't want to fight me. And, and uh, uh, No? Yeah. No? Uh, yeah, no, yes. <laughs> How did they handle it? They, they, they said they were going to find me. So, no, I, I, I think I've talked about it on here, no? So just commit. Just well, say, I, I mean, I could it. tell it again briefly, but I, I hate to beat a dead horse over and over. No, but, yeah, of uh, course, yeah. Uh, but there, there was Luna. I was married to Luna. Luna was working a program of Sable. Uh, I hung out with Stephanie McMahon a lot, so I was having lunch with Stephanie. The door swings open, or the door comes in. Mark, Merrill, and Sable sit down next to Stephanie, which is very weird. We're having lunch and catering. I'm like, that's weird, but whatever. Um, but then the door like flies open really crazy, and, and Luna comes in, okay. and all her terror and insanity, and, and uh, starts cutting a promo on uh, Mark Merrill, saying, "I would never hurt Sable in a match, but uh, blah 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 blah, but I'll bite a chunk out of your face before you knock me out, you pussy." Blah 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 blah. And she went to go jump on Mark Merrill, and. Shane man grabbed Luna and drug Luna out. And I was like, ooh, ooh, awkward. <laughs> you know, like, like, I go, now I know why they sat there, like, because they knew that was coming. So, you know, I go to take the uh, awkward bite of my lunch. <laughs> and um, Mark Merrill starts talking shit, you know, and, and uh, like, blah, 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 blah. You don't think I pay my dues? I'm like, but, uh, well, no, that, he didn't get to that part yet. I'm sorry. He, he said, ah, oh, you see what I got to deal with? And, I believe he used either the T word or the C word towards Luna, like that effing or whatever. And uh, and then then I, I remember having to put my food and fork down, especially my fork, so I wouldn't stab him in the throat with it. And then I go, <laughs> listen, you came in here, you know, basically I said you sat by here knowing that there was a whirlwind of shit coming because you, you guys are, can't get along and blah, blah, blah. You just put, but you don't say that. About you know my wife, lunch, right? Here, coming, I can't yeah. let you say that. You know you want to go tell her that. Why don't you tell her that? You know, like basically whatever. But then he started cutting back and forth, saying we were trained by the same person. I have no respect for him. Blah blah blah. You beat my ass. What? I, so then I lost my temper and then like and I never and and I only get in fights when I'm sick. When I'm not feeling good. That's the only time I snap. <laughs> Other than that, I'm just like, whatever. Interesting. You know, yeah. But if I'm under the weather, I snap like, 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 I'm just not very good at being That's sick. And I had the flu. I had the flu. And if I remember right, I might even had to die. It was bad. It was a bad day and I was not feeling good. But, you know, I was just getting through it. Because you can't. There's no days off there, you know. You work. Oh, I'm I'm missing a toe. Well, can you make it out to the ring? You know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. or you got diarrhea, or you're sick, or you got food poisoning, or what? No, you go, you go, or you, somebody else takes your spot too. Back then, it's different now, different world now. But back then, that was a situation. So, but I wasn't feeling good, and then he started with all that, and then I got really upset because he, he basically said he would beat me up, and I was like, come on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, so he wouldn't get up. I flipped the catering. Stephanie moved and. I flipped the catering table thing and I was coming around and a lot of people laughed because they said the everybody just kind of lined the walls up in catering. They just wanted to see him get beat up. I guess he had so much heat. <laughs> and then I, I came and I was like, come on. He goes, I'm not fighting you. And then he put his hands under the, the chair and uh, was like, well, I'm fighting you. And then I, I went and rest in peace. Another brother we lost just not too long ago, Draws, grabbed me. Uh, Darren Draws off. Um, he grabbed me as I was coming to punch him. I said, I'm fighting you. <laughs> and he drugged me so... First, you seen Luna drug out by Shane. Then you see Darren drug <laughs> like, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> and like, you know, and then uh, I'm looking over, and meanwhile, uh, Godfather, Papa Shango Godfather, <laughs> sitting with Vincent Manor, just like, mm. <laughs> like, Yeah, I see that. I'm like, whatever, man, I'm fired. So, <laughs> so I think I'm fired. I don't, I'm like, whatever. And I get out there, and they go, oh, 
you know, Vince wants to see you in his office. And I didn't see Luna or them anymore, like, like at that point. I don't know where, I was like, where are they at? But I'm like, I don't care. Done anyways. I'm not, I'm not feeling good. So when you're not feeling good, I'm like, yeah, fire. Nothing matters. Yeah, nothing <laughs> matters. Fire, fire me, he's fucking asshole and whatever. So I go into his office and then Luna's sitting in there and Sable and Mark are sitting in there. Vince isn't in there yet, but the only seat left is, is, is at a desk where Vince would be sitting. It's his office at, at, at the TV. So I sat down in it and I said, well, if I'm going to get fired, I'm going to go out with style. I put my uh, oh, feet up on the desk. I leaned back. <laughs> And he walked in and I started laughing. And he looked at me and I started laughing. And he goes, you know, he goes, oh, I'm glad. We, I wish we could all find the humor in this. Can you explain to me why you're laughing? <laughs> and, and I said, they got me. And he, he goes, what do you mean? I said, they just drugged me into it. I got to hear her cry about this shit on the road every night. And these people dragging me out. Like, they drugged me into it. And he goes, yes, they did. And he goes, if you hit them, you're fired. Get out of my office. <laughs> and he kept them in there and fined them and everything. So I didn't get fined or anything for that. He just told me to go. Get out of it. Don't hit him. If I hit him, I get oh, fired. God. That was it. Like, no, he knew they drugged me in. They all drugged me in. I never, I don't do domestic, I don't do drama like that. That's too much. Yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't feeling good that day, or I probably could have overlooked it somehow and found a better route. But I just, when I'm not feeling good, I, I tend to, I'm, I'm a little bit snappy. <laughs> a little bit snappy. A little snappy. <laughs> right. If you could tell this week at the school, I hadn't been feeling so well. <laughs> that, that's what I was like. That's, that's good to know now, because now I know when. <laughs> To be on my best behavior, which is always, but I mean, you know, you know. Yeah, what she I mean. just sent me a text going, "Hey, how are you feeling this week?" <laughs> oh, I'm not going to class. This guy, he doesn't know how to stay away. He's gonna give everybody the Rona, <laughs> which is coming back. Oh, I think gosh. I think Raymond's behind that. Oh boy! I, I, I hear the COVID's coming back everywhere now. I hope not. That's what I, it seems it's like. Seems like all the students, I'll ask them where you've been for. Oh, I was sick, and one of them, a couple of them, said they had COVID. Oh jeez. Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, it's always scary when you're, you know, so close to everybody. <laughs> you're rolling in their sweat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, you might as well be making out with them, like, oh, like the sweat stripping in your eyeballs and your mouth. And, yeah. 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 And there's some sweaty dudes in there, and you sweat too. I am. You're I'm pretty sweaty. Too. I'm pretty sweaty. Yeah. She, 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 she does sweat. I mean, I, I always go. I go to grab a girl to show something usually. Uh, in class, because I think they're going to be sweating the least, and I'll be like, ah, you're all wet. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, hormones, man. It's like, <laughs> so, you're always sweating. I try that. <laughs> I end up, Miro's been, uh, Meadow's been sweating a lot too lately, but sometimes I'll grab him because he, he's learned to he's like. he's just hot in the school. He's learned to, uh, he's learned <laughs> to avoid like sweating sometimes. I don't know what's going on with him. He's getting very crafty, I noticed. Like, he's picking and How do you avoid choosing. sweating? I want to know. <laughs> Well, he avoids the drill somehow. He gets busy all of a sudden or comes around or all of a sudden he helps somebody. Uh, he's over there helping somebody. Um, he doesn't think I notice these things. And he goes, no, coach, I want to try. No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm noticing. I'm noticing. Uh, when, he, when, when you're not sweating in there, that tells me you're up to no good. You're not, you're not working. Well, I'm always drenched. <laughs> by the time we're done, by 8 o'clock, my shirt, I could literally go like this and stuff would come out for sure. <laughs> These are clean stuff. What? what stuff's going out of the shirt? Sweat. <laughs> just sweat. It's oh. so hot in there. Okay. <laughs> nice. um, it's hot in here, though, isn't it? Uh, it's not, it's Man, not bad. You do aim to vent to her. <laughs> it used to be cool in here on me, and then when she's here now, it's like hot. Like. <laughs> All right, whatever. I get it, Raymond. It's all, all conspiracy to drive me insane and convince me that, that, that government you're talking about is coming for me. 
I don't even think people even watched that podcast. I don't even think they liked it, Raymond. They were like, what are they talking about? They're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. The government blocked it, of course. Oh, whatever. Oh, All right, okay. what else you got? What else did Raymond say so today before we thing, run out of time? Because yeah, the time's clicking we have on a, Yeah, we have a few minutes. So, um, yeah, we just want to... I know you talked about this before the cameras were on, but the update on Edge's retirement, he did mention that, you know, he didn't know what, that, what way uh, he was leaning on. So Right. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't know Raymond put a uh, clip of the podcast that's coming mm-hmm. up today. Raymond? Oh, it's already out. Oh, it's already out. The one with her? Yes. Did we, that's where we talked about Edge? Yes. So he put he put a yeah. clip out, though, uh, last week or earlier in the week or something, in some janky-ass site or something. <laughs> uh, they go pull it, and they always try to twist your words, like 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 I was burying CM Punk or something like But then I listened to the clip he put out, and I go, oh, it was exactly what Edge said in his own little release. Like, when did he put that out? Yesterday yeah. or yeah. two days ago? Same the day after I posted the clip. Oh, really? Like, so everything that I said was basically what Edge said. But somewhere somebody found in that brief little thing, they couldn't take the negative that I, like, I referenced AEW as a cow pasture. I could have seen the negative in that, but they didn't say that. <laughs> like, like, it was crazy, man. Definitely like, manipulated. Uh, Edge's retirement. Like, yeah, so it's. I'm glad he put that statement out there because, like, he... He's such a good guy, and he, he he would put that statement out because he is the kind of guy that wouldn't want people to think that about him if that's yeah. you know that what he's doing. And he clearly made it sound as though he sounded like a guy that um, it, like doesn't know. He, he only has an option. I'm sure WWE is there for life for him in one way or another, in some type of form or fashion, even if it's just a WrestleMania here and there and Hall of Fame appearances or whatever he really wants. To be honest, but. I, he's really a family guy, and he really cares about his family. So, um, yeah, so uh, it, and and then he came out, and that's pretty much what I think he said. I I, I saw the video. I just don't remember it verbatim. Is that a word? Is that a real word? Yeah, yeah, verbatim. Yeah, got it right. <laughs> uh, look at that. <laughs> Go deer, field bucks. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm happy for him, man. I I I, uh, I still, if he goes to AEW, that's fine too. I get it. You know, if you want to go make some money, maybe you got something still to prove. But I don't think he has anything to prove. Like, he's come back. He had a great match in uh, Toronto with uh, Sheamus. And that's uh, where he's from. Well, outside of Toronto, Orangeville or wherever. And, uh, you know, the only thing that could be bigger than that would be WrestleMania there. Uh, you know, the right settings and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, I hopefully, I, I just picture him being, like, he started there. He's come up there. His wife's been there 20 years. He's been there 25 years. Why wouldn't he stay there? You know. But, but, you know, I don't think they need the money. I don't think anybody, like, I don't even think Christian needed it. I think Christian just, he went, because he still wanted to wrestle, I think. You know, he still had things to do in life, you know. Edge was always getting that bigger thing. So Christian probably wanted, you know, do his thing. And they're, they're like best friends. So, But I still think he just had more stuff he still wanted to do. Where I think yeah. Edge is more well-rounded with the... His wife being there, there, and all that, and just, just he's more settled in there. But could be wrong, and uh, if I am, that's it's cool too. I mean, always good to see him wrestle, and maybe he could pass some knowledge on to his <laughs> younger guys. And what I was saying, I don't want to look at him like CM Punk, because I just don't want people. To, I don't want to be like. Seems like this, some of this generation just doesn't want to hear the older guy stuff, and if the older guy has to like maybe give in on what he believes works and just and not even be real about it go yeah 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 that's kind of cool you know you know yeah, when, yeah. when they're probably deep down going that makes all flipping sense you know but there's always a middle point and make people happy and and uh i think 
think all those matches in AEW have the potential to be the greatest matches in the world. They just need a little bit more direction and, and timing and different things and training. More time, more TV time, more house shows, a lot more house shows and stuff like that. So they got so many talented people, they just, I don't even know how they get them all on TV now. It's just tough. But <laughs> yeah. They'll figure it out, hopefully, or it's not like too late or anything like that. Yeah. Get things under control. They got to start with all this fighting and stuff like that. Get really get that under control. I got to get everybody to work together for a bigger picture, so they can be competing with yeah all the markets. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> so there's so much <laughs> chaos there. Somebody's got to take control of something. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So speaking of CM Punk, we just mentioned him. Um, he got suspended, and he said to come back out to All Out. That's wait, taking place where Chicago, his hometown. How do you think the crowd's going to react to that? Oh, so Tony Khan did suspend people then. Hmm? Tony Khan did suspend people. CM Punk. Apparently. Jack Perry too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so they're both. All right. Well, see, I I should I should have known that. I I, I sh did cardio this morning. It should have been up in my like... feeds. Uh, so he suspended. They're both suspended. Okay. Uh, they're in Chicago this weekend, and that's where the pay per view is. Yeah. And uh, so you're asking me what do, what do I think that how the people are gonna react if CM yeah. Punk's not there? Uh. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I mean, I know he's from Chicago, but is he the the, the only draw? That's uh, who's all on the card. There's there's a lot of matches on that card. They always have like kind of a stacked card. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, uh, Mercedes or whatever pops up on that pay per view because uh, wasn't she in the audience or something at all uh, in Wembley? Yeah. 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 What was her WWE name? Um, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. Okay. Sasha yeah. Banks. So yeah, yeah. Right. It's Mercedes Monet now. Monet. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if she showed up there. I don't know what her contract is or obligations, but if they teased her in that crowd there, they might not be so worried about what the fans think about CM Punk being there or not there because they might be banking on a pop there if she, yeah. boom, they, oh, look, we got, got her. She's not, she didn't go back to New Japan or she was hurt in New Japan. The last we heard it was an ankle or something. And then it was quiet and then you seen her in the crowd in Wembley so booking and, and watching their booking I I would guess but I'm, I'm not right I'm not a booker but just watching things and watching trends I would think um, that they might not be so worried about CM Punk not being there I don't know how the crowd will react I have no idea if everybody in Chicago just came to CM Punk I don't I don't believe that the, the AEW has loyal fans that travel to all their shows so I, yeah. I don't think they're gonna be too terribly up there'll be some there'll be a lot but I don't think it's gonna affect the mood of a crowd, uh, there might be some groups of people that maybe protest or something if the true punk fans. And uh, uh, but I think they might swerve everybody and do a uh, debut of her maybe. I, but I don't know what her contract is, so maybe she can't. Maybe it'll have to be after. But there's no reason you would show her over there if there wasn't something burning over here. So right. so I think that's what might go down there. So <laughs> that's just just my 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 opinion. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I believe you got to get, you got a very important business lady things to do. <laughs> I got a two o'clock meeting myself I got to do. And Raymond, I don't know what he does besides edit and, and produce so, all day. Like, but so. Does Neely actually I, want me one, to well, <laughs> say that, something about. What's that? Bash. Did he actually say that? No. Or, I was oh, just I messing thought, with you. I, I was, was like, messing. oh, God. He doesn't even know I'm in here. He doesn't know I'm in here. <laughs> okay. I'm like, oh, <laughs> But want some? Get some. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't get yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was episode 76. Want some? Get some. Bad enough? <laughs> no, Take some. Bang it in the
I gotta like memorize this thing. Oh, yeah. When I get put on the spot, I was like, 